Welcome to the Potter Podcast, where you will find knowledge, resources, and information on everything real estate related. We are happy to have you join us for our topic and discussion for today. I am your host, Ryan Potter, and I am excited to jump into this new episode. So let's get started. Today's episode is brought to you by the Potter Real Estate Group at Berkshire Hathaway Home Services Ambassador Real Estate. Potter Real Estate Group is owned and ran by me, Ryan Potter, the team leader, where it is our goal to give our clients an experience they would be excited to tell their friends and family about when buying or selling a home. Everything you need to know about me and my team can be found on our website at www.pottergroupinc.com or on social media by simply searching for me or the Potter Real Estate Group. Make sure you check us out and send us a message. We'd love to connect with you. Hey guys, what's up and welcome back to the Potter Podcast. If you guys uh, did not see the previous episode, I would highly recommend going to watch uh, that one before listening to this one because it's kind of a follow-up um, to what I was talking about. And uh, the title of that previous one was Do Not Get Sued or something like that as I'm talking about um, just different things that are taking place in this market, uh, especially from a legal perspective and things with the contracts. And now it moves me into uh, today's discussion, uh, which is why you shouldn't list for sale by owner in this market. Okay, that was my follow-up because there was a lot of other things that were going to go along with this. And um, I basically wanted to do a separate one because I think there's a lot of things in here to unpack. And um, so with that being said, let's jump into this because there's been some discussion, um, not a lot, and we definitely are not seeing uh, a lot of for sale by owners in this market, but I know there's some people that have talked about it. I've had some clients reach out and some friends ask me about it. And so um, this has been kind of the discussion that's kind of come out of some of those uh, discussions and things that have happened. So I wanted to share these things with you again, just to educate you and inform you and let you know uh, what is going on. So um, typically I, I usually start it off uh, when any, whenever there's anyone that's thinking about going for sale by owner, especially in this market, um, the first question that I have to ask is who is going to set up showings and are you prepared for the number of showings that will take place in this current market? Um, the reason I ask that is because if you are priced right um, in this market, uh, there is going to be a ton of showings on that house. Okay, so on average, um, I'm not going to throw out like a, a specific number, but I will say this. If you are priced right in this market, um, you should have at least 10 to 30 to 40 to 50 showings within, uh, I would say, the first 24 to 72 hours. Now, I know that sounds crazy, um, but that is the condition of the market um, that we are in. And so if you are priced right, again, if you're overpriced, uh, you probably won't see that. And that's a sign for you to understand that you're not priced where you should be. Um, and there is a difference between having your house listed and being on the market. Okay, let me break that down for you uh, real quick is um, you can have your house listed, right? But if, if no one's interested in seeing that house because of the, where the price is at, then you're not really on the market. Okay, so you need to be priced accordingly. You need to be priced uh, where the rest of your neighbors and the other places in your neighborhood have sold. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. And that's the reason why. Uh, it's important to have a realtor to be able to tell you some of those things and to tell you what's pending, um, to tell you what some of these things have sold for in order to price you accordingly 
based off the condition of your home. And so if you have done that um, and you've done that research and you think um, you know where that's supposed to be, um, you're probably going to have quite a bit of traffic that are coming through your house. Then the next stage, I guess, is um, when you hire a realtor, it's pretty obvious. They put a lockbox on and uh, any agent can set up a showing and they can go through your house. When you're for sale by owner, you don't have that access. And so uh, you're going to have numerous people calling you to want to set up a showing and go through it. And you're going to manage all that. Um, now, to some people, they're like, I don't care. I'll do it. That's no big deal. Uh, but to a lot of people, I will tell you this, that after working with some for sale by owners, especially recently, um, after the first day, they're actually extremely tired of it and exhausted from it um, because they're trying to work um, potentially, or they're, uh, they're getting bombarded by all these people wanting to see their house that they can't manage all of the different showing requests that are happening. And so that's usually my first question. I mean, that right there sometimes will, um, allow somebody to see that, oh, just selling my house, uh, involves a lot of these other things. And that doesn't sound too fun. Um, where others are like, I don't care. I'll manage that. I'll just leave. Uh, for the day or whatever the case is. Um, but we'll get into some more things that I think uh, provide some value from an agent's perspective um, and some other stats that you need to know as a for sale by owner if you're thinking about that. Um, the next thing I ask is who's going to navigate your inspections, right? Like how do you know what to fix in advance or during the transaction? Now, some will say, well, a lot of houses in this market aren't asking for inspections. You are right. Um, but there are some things, especially listening to my previous podcast on don't get sued, um, that there are some things where let's say somebody is making an offer where they say, Hey, we're going to get an inspection, but it's for informational purposes only. Right. And so we're not going to ask the seller to fix anything. We're not going to do any of that. Um, which then in turn, in most cases, uh, turns into the buyer's going to get an inspection and then something comes up on that inspection that they want the seller to fix or they want the seller to address. Um, and then now you have this back and forth of, well, you said you weren't going to ask us to fix anything. Um, it was for informational purposes only. Which one is it, right? So that's, again, where I would say uh, you want someone negotiating on your behalf um, instead of trying to negotiate with the buyer's agent over here who um, probably has a little bit more strategy, knowledge, expertise on how to approach this. Uh, with you. And so that's something to be uh, careful about and also understand understand uh, legally like where you stand on that stuff and the agreements that you agreed to in the purchase contract. Um, so some people may not understand that and some people may not understand how or if a buyer or seller can get out of the contract uh, as it relates to some of that stuff. So again, important to have somebody in your corner um, on that, which moves me into my next point, sort of, as far as how are you going to navigate someone negotiating against you, right? Like the buyer or the buyer's agent um, is going to be negotiating against you. Like this, this makes me laugh because so many for sale by owners and people think that um, that buyer's agent is on your side. Uh, to be blunt, they could care less about you. Okay. Like they don't care about you as a seller whatsoever. They might come off as um, really nice and caring and trying to do you favors and all this other stuff. But again, remember, they are representing their buyer. They're not representing you. They may try to represent you and do both sides of the transaction. But again, in that situation, I'm going to warn you again to think about who were they first representing, 
They were first representing the buyer, right? So they were representing the buyer. So why, why would you um, think that they're going to do you any favors when um, they're trying to work with you? Of course, they're going to be nice to you. And of course, they're going to try to um, put a deal together with you because they, their buyers want the house, right? But you need to be careful because they're not going to be negotiating in your favor. They're not going to be negotiating anything to try to help you out. They may tell you that, but they're not because they are obligated to work in the best interests of their client, which is the buyer in this case. So you need to understand that and you need to understand that you could be put in situations where you feel like you're being pushed or you're going back and forth because you've got this buyer's agent over here that is again, representing the buyer on their behalf and trying to push for things that you may not necessarily want to do. And so there's, or something that you may not fully understand, right? And you agree to it. And then later on, you come to find out that like, well, that's not what my understanding was. Well, it doesn't matter because you don't have anybody representing you. So you signed off on it. And so don't be duped. Don't be thinking that this person over here that is riding up on your house is going to be doing you any favors, right? They're not going to be negotiating on your behalf. So that's something to think about um, as you're going through this. And honestly, something that I, I would be a little concerned about if I am thinking about selling for sale by owner in this market, um, because there are a lot of extra things being written up in these contracts that a lot of people, even agents, okay? So even agents, some agents that have been in this field and industry for so long, which should be another red flag, um, is that there are some agents that aren't even understanding what some of these things are being written in the contracts actually mean. Okay, that's a red flag. That's why if there's agents that are being sued right now, and there's other agents that don't understand what they're agreeing to in the terms that are being written in these contracts, that should be a red flag for you, especially as a for sale by owner that, hey, if there's somebody that's been in this in this industry and is experienced and knowledgeable in this um, this real estate thing and they're actually getting sued and their clients are actually getting sued, maybe we should think about or think twice about maybe getting a real estate agent to represent us because you don't want to be put in that situation. Again, I speak more about that stuff in the previous um, podcast, so make sure you go back and listen to that as well. Um, you know, the, the biggest thing that I think uh, when I have conversations with for sale by owners or people thinking about it, our friends, our family, um, you know, past clients, whatever the case is, um, a lot of times they'll say like, we want to save on the commission costs. Like we don't want to pay commission, right? That's usually when statistics are done. And when the questions are asked, why did you want to go for sale by owner? Um, that's usually the first thing that comes up is, you know, we didn't want to pay commission costs. All right. Um, so I did some research for you and um, I wanted to share that information with you because this is the information that I don't think gets shared uh, from a lot of people. But this is from uh, the National Association of Realtors. So they literally go out and they interview, they ask questions, they think about um, all these things as far as how it relates to uh, these for sale by owners and people that have gone for sale by owner and then have gone to an agent or they have they have gone through the full sale of that. And so this is the statistic that I want to read you. Um, and I, I just want to say, you know, you may not actually be ending up netting uh, more money uh, in the long run if you're going for sale by owner. It's a fact. If you look at statistics, here's what the National Association of Realtors have said. For sale by owners will net on average 24,400 less than when using an agent. Okay, let me repeat that. 
uh, for sale by owner will net on average 24,400 less than when using an agent. Okay. So your first thought is going to be like, well, how is that possible? Um, that right there, if you're thinking about selling for sale by owner should make your ears perk up a little bit and want to know why. Um, the chances are you're going to be paying out a buyer's agent at two and a half to three percent. Okay, that's the reality. That's the truth. That's typically what's going to happen. Very rarely it does happen, but very rarely does that seller end up selling their house to someone who's not using an agent. And again, as I've been talking about, and as the previous podcast I talked about, I don't know why in the world you'd want to do that in this market right now. Um, I'm just telling you this because I've had numerous conversations with other brokers, with other top producers, and I know the types of things that are happening right now from a legal perspective that should scare the crap out of you. Um, and, and honestly, there's probably a lot of agents out there that aren't experienced or knowledgeable, um, that they're probably scared too, because they don't understand some of these things that are being written, uh, in these contracts. But again, going back to, um, this whole, uh, percentage commission thing. All right. So you're saving, uh, based off of what I just said of paying out a buyer's agent two and a half to three percent, you're saving three and a half to three percent commission, give or take. Right. So by those numbers, by again, six percent minus two and a half or three percent is leaving you with three and a half, three percent that you're not going to pay out for someone to represent you. Now, if three percent of that difference is worth it in this market, uh, then I think you're making a terrible mistake. And let me tell you why, because that three percent again is maybe in most cases, people going for sale by owner, we're talking about 3,500 to $5,000 in most cases, right? In those price ranges. Um, and according to the statistic that I just gave you, you have netted 24,400 less because you elected to go for sale by owner than by using an agent. And when you run those numbers, let's just say it was 5,000, right? Difference there. Uh, 25,000 minus 5,000 is $20,000 that you just missed out on by paying an agent, a commission to represent you. That's, that's the reality. That's the fact. That's what's happening when people like to go for sale by owner and they don't use an agent according again, that's the statistic from the national, um, association of realtors. Like that's the statistic on all the information that they've had up through 2020, um, of what has happened. And that should at least make you think twice about maybe potentially going for sale by owner. Because again, like I said at the beginning, if you're priced right, right, and you have an agent that knows how to market your property, you have an agent that's experienced and knowledgeable and knows what's happening in this market on a daily basis, they should net you more than your listing price if you're priced right. Like that's just the truth. And so you're going to be netting more money uh, by using an agent moving down the road, that's a statistic and a fact. Okay. That's not something that's me trying to persuade you to go use an agent. I'm just informing you of the numbers and the statistics there. And I think a lot of people think that they're saving money by not paying out a commission by trying to go for sale by owner. When in the big scheme of things, they're losing out on a ton of money and not just like a couple hundred thousand dollars here or a couple hundred dollars here or there, they're missing out on thousands of dollars right? Like that's a $20,000 difference in my example that I just gave you. I know in some other cases there's more. Okay. So you need to be aware of that if you're thinking about it. Okay. Here's the truth. The truth is this selling a house is easy in this market. It's fairly easy in this market. In most cases, when you're priced right, you're selling your house in 24 to 72 hours. All right. 
we earn our commission. And this would be my opinion. Okay. I earn my commission by doing all the other things that come with uh, selling a house. Okay. It's, it's negotiating on your behalf with the contract. It's going through the inspection items with you. It's providing you education and information as it relates to the contract, right? Again, this is key. If you listen to the previous podcast about being sued, it's knowing the verbiage that's in there and what you're agreeing to and the terms you're agreeing to. It's knowing what's happening daily in this market, because I can tell you this every single day, things are changing in this market. It's crazy to say, but it's changing. And I'll tell you this too, when I just sat down in a meeting with my broker and, um, and one of our attorneys here in our office, is that they have never seen anything like this ever in the history of real estate and what's happening. A lot of that has to do with escalation clauses and what's taking place in this current market. Um, but there's some other things that are being written in contracts that have never been written in contracts before, and it's causing a lot of issues. So if you have an agent or you are someone that doesn't know or understand that verbiage, you know, you are probably putting yourself in a situation where you could end up being sued or you could could end up being in a legal situation um, and agreeing to terms that you don't necessarily want to agree to. Okay, it's knowing how to write an effective and safe addendum as things come up in and throughout the transaction um, and counters. And writing up, this is key, this is very key, especially with the things that are being written up in contracts, is writing up a counter that protects you as the seller is important, okay? There's some things and some strategies that I have right now and some things that I'm writing in contracts that I've never written up before previously in these markets, okay? But I'm writing up them specifically to protect my seller in a counter offer to make sure that these are the terms that are being agreed to and these are the terms that my seller is agreeing to and anything outside of those terms gives them the opportunity to get out, okay? And there are some certain situations um, that if you want, I, I'm more than happy to share with you um, offline and things like that, but there are things that you definitely want to start writing in those contracts to protect uh, your sellers. And if you're representing the buyer as a buyer's agent, that we're writing in our contracts to, rep to represent them and to protect them. So it goes both ways. But there are more things that we're writing up uh, to protect them in this market because of what we're seeing happening. Okay, so that should scare you a little bit too. And just knowing that like, this is why you have an expert and a professional and someone who's knowledgeable and experienced represent you and know what they're doing throughout that transaction. Okay. Um, it's a lot of work. Okay. There's, there's a lot of other people that we're in contact with on a daily basis. Um, I'm in a current situation right now where I'm literally for the last week, I've been calling, uh, the lender every single day and pushing them to get some of these numbers out to us, uh, for the title company, and uh, to get our appraisal back and all these other things. And so like, I am definitely working a little bit more harder on this transaction to get the stuff that we need because we're not getting it. Okay, you have somebody that's fighting for you and in your corner to get it done. That is why um, I will push to why I think teams are important. You know, right now more than ever, I think that um, if you are hiring an agent that is not on a team or doesn't utilize a team, um, you are, are making a big mistake. And here's why. I think there's so many different things uh, that are happening in this market. One, that it's good to talk about and discuss what's going on in this market on a daily basis. 
and educating each other on that, um, but also relying on each other uh, to help uh, in certain situations or certain things that come up so that you know what's going on. Um, but even more so, I think the reason why, you know, I started a team a long time ago is the fact that like once a business starts going and you have um, a lot of clients that you're working with, you want to make sure that those clients are being well taken care of and they're going you're going above and beyond for them, right? And so in my situation, I was like, man, I need to hire more people to make sure nothing falls through the cracks. And that was the goal and that was the um, importance of of that because in this market, right, you got to get up and go. You got to get up and go in this market all the time, whether you're representing a buyer or a seller, you're getting up and you're going, you're going over different things um, and you want to make yourself available and in this market, and as we move into spring and summer, it's going to get that much more busy. Um, and so you need to understand that um, the benefit of hiring someone with a team is that they have extra help, right? So if I'm not available, I got somebody else to go show a house for you um, because I've hired a showing assistant and I've got other people on my team that are willing to help out and do that um, so that we're making ourselves available to you during uh, that time and this time. And and then on, on the selling side, um, I've hired transaction coordinators and things like that where uh, once we get under contract, now I've got numerous people overseeing the paperwork and the, the transactions and the different things going through um, that we've got not only me working on that stuff, but we've got our team working on that stuff and we got our team reaching out to the lenders, the title company, the appraisers, the other agent, all those different things so that nothing falls through the cracks. We want to make sure that it is going to be a transaction that goes as smooth as possible. Um, we want everyone at the end of the day to be excited that they went through the Potter Real Estate Group and they can tell their friends and family about the positive experience that they experienced. That's the goal from our standpoint. Um, and so that's another thing why I plug the team uh, and as far as being represented through this transaction because there's a lot of stuff and there's a lot of things that can fall through the cracks through that time as well. Okay, at the end of the day, Here's what it comes down to. It's your decision, right? But at the end of the day, I think this is why a majority of people still use a real estate agent. If selling your house were easy, everyone would do it, right? There's still a reason why um, there are reasons for people to use and utilize a real estate agent in this, even in this market where it should be extremely easy to sell your house. And that's the idea and the thought that goes through it for sale by owner's mind is, that it's going to be extremely easy to do that, right? There would be a lot more if they didn't understand, if they thought it was easy, right? So like, that's the reality. The reality is um, these people, I think, understand that they will net more money than if they were to list this, this house by themselves, that they're going to be protected from legal issues, and in most cases, be given a smooth transaction uh, with one of the biggest assets of their lives, right? Like that's the most important thing um, that I think these people are willing to pay a commission because they understand that they're going to net more money and in the end, and they've got a professional who's been in this business for a long period of time that understands what's happening in this market on a daily basis and that they are not in that market. Um, they are not in this business on a daily basis. And so they understand the value that a real estate agent provides. Um, so here's my biggest advice to you if you're thinking about it or if you're wanting to do it um, in this market, don't be greedy, right? Like an agent will be able to tell you what to expect with the sale of your home and what they're seeing in the market with offers and legal actions taking place. Don't think 
by not paying a commission, you are doing yourself a service because statistics are, are telling us otherwise. Statistics are telling us that there's a reason why people are using real estate agents to sell their homes, right? Even, even in a market right now that is so hot with low inventory and whatever, like if that were the case, why isn't everyone doing it? Because there's all these other things that come along with it, right? There's situations, and my advice to you is it's not worth it to, to put yourself in a situation where you are potentially going to get sued or you're agreeing to terms that you don't necessarily understand. And then by the time that you sign off on that contract, now you're in a legal binding contract that um, you have to follow through with because they're the terms you agree to that you may not have understood. And so that is my fear for a lot of people when they're getting into um, this journey and this road of going for sale by owner in this market because we are seeing things that we have never seen before and there's a lot of red flags that I would just want them to be aware of. Um, and so that's my advice. That's my education for you guys today. Um, again, at the end of the day, it's your decision. I'm not, I'm not trying to tell you what you should do. My job is to inform you and educate you on what to expect and what to know as it relates to this specific topic and these topics that I discuss moving forward. So if you guys have questions, topics, anything that you want me to cover moving forward, let me know. I would be more than happy to do that. This was obviously one of them um, that was a request. And so um, I wanted to hit that up and share these things with you um, and hopefully educate you a little more on that as we move forward. So with that being said, guys, hey, thanks for watching live on Facebook. Um, thanks for listening to the podcast. And we will be back with more um, in the near future. So we'll talk to you soon. Have a great day, guys. Hey, guys, thank you so much for tuning in to the Potter Podcast today. If you enjoyed it, please do me a favor. Subscribe and leave a five-star review. Share this with someone you know and go to connectwithpotter.com and shoot me a message or a DM on one of the social media platforms and let me know what you enjoyed about the episode. And more importantly, let me know what you would like me to cover in future episodes moving forward. Thanks a lot for your support. I look forward to next time. We'll talk to you later.